Join us this October 1st through 3rd for our first annual Fight, Laugh, Feast conference. We are bringing a mix of beer and psalms, fellowship and food, and speakers who have been deplatformed by the evangelical elite and occasionally end up in Facebook jail. Step out of the boring, benign Christian conference circuit and step into the rowdy Christian world of engaging culture while standing firmly on God's word. Most conferences will lull your faith to sleep and teach you how to obey the 11th commandment, but our people, our culture, our country needs the high-octane gospel that applies to every area of our lives. So join us in Nashville as we fight, laugh, and feast together. Sign up now at fightlaughfeast.com, and we look forward to seeing you in Nashville October 1st through 3rd as we build a rowdy Christian culture for God's glory and our good. You know we at war with your gods, your flesh in the world gotta die. 2020, what is wrong with you? I don't know what's wrong with you. Man, 2020 started out so good. Did it, though? Did it? What protest would you rather be at, Hong Kong or, or Minneapolis? Right now, I want to be in Minneapolis. Do you? I do. Ooh, that's his hometown. Ooh, that's hometown. my house. And we got we got a good update here on the Delighton uh, progress, what's been going on in California. Uh, we, we, we cannot let that get out of our minds with this news cycle and what's going on. Nah, that's good. Right? We also got Steve Yates coming up. Mr. The Good Doctor, Steve Yates. Yeah, man. Coming He's up. getting lost and finding his way back to... What was that at the end? It has an ending that Gabe missed. Is that what you're talking that about? That was different. No, it's always been there. Really? He yeah. never finished it. He just drops it off. I do finish. No, I do finish uh, it. I don't remember hearing that ending before. Okay. I need some vindication. I need some vindication. My people. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> no, that's been that, there. That last little thing at the end. Yeah. Make sure you guys share the show. Also, give us a high five. High five. Oh, Pastor Toby has rebuked us for high five, so I don't think we anymore? can do it anymore. Fight last these <laughs> t-shirts for those who are bronze, silver, platinum, and above. We cannot do this without you guys. Make sure you sh- uh, sign up, join our club, and come to our conference October 1st through the 3rd in oh, Nashville. I'm looking forward to yeah, that. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Hey, Samaritan Ministries is one of our sponsors, and we love them. Yes, we do. They um, not, not only do we love them because they're supporting us, but we love them for what they do. Yeah. Um, what the, they're not a traditional health care. Um, they're, they're not a, a traditional health insurance. Right. They are Christians caring for other Christians. Mm, health sharing. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and, and it's my wife and I, we've been members for a number of years now. Uh, we've really appreciated how they've taken care of us. Yeah. Um, and, and literally every month, all you get is a notification of the need that you're helping with. It's a real person. It's a real person with a real health need. And, and, you, and there's the amount of money they need. And you write a check to that person yeah. with, with, their, with name and an address, and you yeah. send it to them directly. And we pray for them. Yeah. And, and frequently we'll stop and we'll pray. And, you know, it's, you know, it's a cancer treatment. It's a broken leg. It's a pregnancy need. It's mm. you know, some other kind of thing going on. And we just send the check directly to the people. Um, we love it. We are thankful for it. We believe in it because we don't believe that the government should be providing health care yeah. right. uh, insurance. We don't believe. Um, and, and, it, and it really doesn't make sense even for there to be massive uh, sort of corporate structures around it. Yeah. Um, well, it, and, the, and the, the problem with that corporate structure is they get in bed with the government. And then the that's, government gets in. That's what happens. Right. Um, so um, we want to encourage you, go check out uh, Samaritan yes. Ministries. Please. Samaritan Ministries and tell them that Cross Politics sent you. Um, also. <laughs> Sorry, did I do that? <laughs> did, I, did I do that? My bad. Did you do My that? Bad. <laughs> Hey, guys, I also have some mugs for you. I see. What are these? Yeah, these are nice. Uh, These are uh, same page summer. It's my turn to bring bling to the show. Oh, how about that? Hey, a bunch of us are getting on the same page. We're getting on the train. You got a train thing? Uh, No. no. Choo-choo. How about that? (laughs) 
Get on the Bible reading train. I, guys, I, I do yeah. some beatboxing back here I while you talk. I love you guys. Hey, get yourself one of these Bible reading challenge. That's what you want, right? You want to go to ChristKirk.com slash Bible reading challenge or Bible reading or something. And um, get, what we want to do is we want to read the whole New Testament this summer. Yep. Starting June 1st, mm-hmm. which is... You know, tomorrow or today, depending on when you're watching this. Or maybe it was yesterday. Yeah. Why are you so late and watching the show for Sunday? Anyways, um, Bible reading challenge. We're going to read the whole New Testament together. You can get the, you're going to download the schedule. It starts on June 1st. It goes through August. Also, I mean, one of the ways we do this is we just, a lot of people listen to it. You can go to Christ Kirk, yep. get the app, download the app. Awesome. Keep the feast, same page summer. Click on it. You can, you can read it on your phone. You can listen to it on your phone. Every reading is right there. Also, yeah. you know, don't be precious about this. Yeah. I, I learned what this do you mean from by that? Darren Doan. Uh. Is, this is his like, motto. Don't be precious. Yeah. Don't be precious. Now, of course, we love the word of God. We want to honor the word of God. And you ought to have a nice Bible that you use. Yeah. But you know what? Sometimes you need to stop being so precious about your Bible reading time. Yep. Okay? Mm. Just eat. Mm. Okay? Not every meal is a steak dinner. Not right. every meal is an anniversary dinner. Right. Not every meal is a Sabbath feast. Sometimes you just got to eat. You got to have a bowl of cereal. You got to have a piece of toast. Get in and get out. Just get your hot dog yep. and eat. Just right? read it. Just read, read it. it. And so sometimes one of the, some of the people in the, in the Bible reading challenge have been doing is getting just get a cheap Bible, yep. yeah. paperback Bible, and just Carry it around with you. Stuff it in your, you know, your bag. Stuff it in whatever, yep. and it gets it gets gonna get all wrinkled up and yep. bent around and messed up. And yep. you can ride in it. And you oh, can you're killing me! You're it, killing and, me! And you can just tell me that hurts. It, ah! But here's I can't the thing. Watch. Here's what you're doing. You're eating. Yeah. You're eating now God's word. Destroying the Bible. And, and, and you know, God told Ezekiel, "Eat it." Yeah, I'm with yeah. that. Eat it. I'm okay? with that. So you need to eat it. Get yourself yeah, a Bible. Get on the Bible reading challenge. Hey, we want to we want to read the Bible. I noticed you didn't do that with your nice leather Bible. Oh, that's what I said. Have I a nice one. Have a nice okay. one. Okay. Um, but get uh, get on board. And we're all going to read the New Testament yeah. together. There's also Facebook groups for men and women. Yep. Um, if, if you want to you know, cheer each other on, share stuff, ask questions, whatever. Also, one last thing. We're going to be doing a midweek sermon. Yes. Um, on Wednesday. Every Wednesday uh, afternoon, yep. 4 o'clock Pacific time. I guess that's 7 o'clock Eastern time. Yep. Um, and it will be keyed to one of the texts for that week yep. for the Bible reading that's challenge. That's awesome. I'm going to be giving that. messages. Um, Pastor Doug will be giving messages. Yep. Um, Pastor Merkel, Zorns, yep. uh, some of the other guys. Great um, yep. guys. Yep. And we put together a, skele- uh, a schedule. And so every Wednesday, plan to tune in or catch it after the fact. It will be on the Christ Church yep. Facebook Page I'm looking forward and to that. on the app afterwards. I just I just want to add that this is how Reformation and revival starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just reading the Bible. Yeah, this is where it starts. Well, if we're, if we're tired of what's going on in our culture and right. our churches, read, yeah. this is where Reformation yeah. read and revival and starts. And let everything that we talk about after this, yeah. everything we talk about, right? Let it drive you back to the Word. That's, That's right. what we need. We need Amen. the Word. We need the yep. Gospel. We need the Word. And you yep. need to know it. Genesis to Revelation and then do it again. Okay, I got some mugs for you guys. What? Check out this the new <laughs> mugs. What? Is this like that, mug That day? are in our store. Isn't that nice? What is this? Isn't that new, new mugs hey, in our store, me. man? It's like did, a camping mug. Did, did exactly. you approve this? Hey, I didn't. No, you guys didn't approve it that. Clinks. I don't think we approved this. It's, it's a camping mug. cross politics camping mug. Do, when was the last time we ever approved anything? Hey, guess what? Scott Saul sent us his new book or no. His book that he told Jesus outside oh, yeah. lines. He oh, wants this is to the read, older one that he, he said, wants to read. Jesus outside lines. Okay, and then American Vision sent us Greg Bonson's new. Oh, book. oh he's, yes. he's writing from yes. the dead. He's wow. writing from the yeah, dead. American that Vision. Oh, that's yours. No, no, no. I got, no, these are mine. <laughs> and then <laughs> you hand it over. Hand it over. And then lastly, uh, Pastor Steve Warhorst, our buddy over on the East Coast. 
He wrote a little kid's book, and he sent us a little kid's book, and he wrote it out to each of our kids' names and everything. Here what? This is Toby's right here. What? Get Pastor out of Steve here. Warhorse sent us a book. So Pastor Steve, look at yeah. you. Pygo the Free, a Pygo cautionary tale. the Free. Look at wow. this. Hey, so man. Make sure you guys, I don't. I think you can get on Amazon. Um, it's Reformation Heritage oh, Books. This okay. is awesome. So, Whoa. This is nicely awesome. Nicely illustrated. Check it out. Man. Pastor Steve sent that to that, us. That's how you yeah, build, that's, awesome. that's, that's actually one of the, that's how you build culture. Man, right, children's books. books. That's yeah, right. That's, that's how that's you right. make culture. That's how you're making people. So make sure I'm you still guys not over these cups. Buy Pastor Steve Warhorse book and and go to American Vision to get Bonson's new I'm, man, I'm, old I'm, old. So this new is a lot of presents, book. guys. This is a I lot know. of presents. Well, you guys were out of the, the uh, you know knocks out of the studio and all these people. So so what we really like is books, whiskey, cigars, and and your baby's baptized. Those are mm. our favorite gifts, right there. Okay. Go baptize your kids if you have children. <laughs> My executive order calls for new regulations under Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act to make it that social media companies that engage in censoring or any political conduct will not be able to keep their liability shield. That's a big deal. Liability. Yeah, so, liability so the Section 230, for its U.S. Code Section 230, it protects um, companies that may have um, – Either a platform, some kind of platform, yep. social media, whatever. Yep. Uh, it, it treats them basically like utilities, yeah. and it protects okay. them from liability okay. um, for somebody who like is you know doing something you know slanderous or, or illegal, or on illegal, their like Verizon or on, something on like the that. platform. So right. so if two you know two dudes are texting on Verizon and planning, we're going to kill them tomorrow night. Yeah, right. Verizon is not held liable; they're right. shielded from that liability. Yeah. Now, but what happens is, of course, there are uh, media companies. Um, journalist companies that okay. actually are um, they're they're giving information that is is um, where they are editing uh, they are yep. choosing information we're going to publish this or CNN, not that National CNN Review. Fox and yeah. there's libel laws that and, apply yeah, to them and yeah. libel laws and defamation laws so they need to be accurate they need to and, and so and they are truthfully. liable for the yeah. information that's why they have to correct misinformation and so forth. right. And so thus far, Twitter and Facebook and other social media companies have been more um, like utilities. Have been yeah. treated more yeah. like utilities. Right. And so they've been protected from liability. But what, what Trump's pointing out is that they've started censoring, they've started acting picking out of, yeah. and choosing. So they're acting more like publishers right. Right. of information. And Trump says, if you're gonna do that, we're gonna take away then your I'm liability. Take away your liability protection. Which is you know, it's funny because when I first heard this, I'm like, okay, I don't want a president who's gonna step in the middle of this and start you know, maneuvering companies around. But what he's actually doing is saying, this is what we've agreed to. This is how we've agreed that you operate. We're starting to see you're not operating in the way that right. you said and what right. we've agreed to. Right. So in that case, this is not who you are. Right. Right. So if you want to be a publisher, then we'll treat you like yeah. a publisher. Right. If you want to be utility, we'll, we'll treat you like, like a utility. utility. Right. Yeah. So I think right. there's something to that. I mean, I, it still makes me nervous yes. when you got the feds and you got the president all up in a private business's well, this Business. could backfire on citizens, but uh, not, not even just Twitter. But I think I think this all by itself doesn't seem to be the problem. I think there's probably bigger structural issues yeah. that are actually in play that may be problematic. Right. Um, but I think, nevertheless, they got to pick: right. Are you a phone company or are you uh, are you a publisher? Right. This is yeah. probably a thing that's going to come up for me in a the whole show. Okay, but. This is all I'm because glad, I'm glad we we, we had a theme. We have a theme. Yeah, yeah no, at least with me because I haven't been able to sit down and watch the news, watch commercials, or watch really anything on social media that doesn't really have something to do at the end of the day with the election. Oh, everything that's happening yeah. right now 
no matter what it is, this situation, good or bad, yeah. is all pointed to the election. And yeah. if we don't have right. the right lens to start viewing this with, we're going to miss out on what's happening. This is not all separate events. Well, yeah. and, and this goes to, to, you know, this is all related. I mean, it's not the timing of this is not accidental right. with the way that um, Twitter has been treating Trump. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You right. guys, you've been following yeah. this? Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, so he, he has a, you know, uh, I mean, he was tweeting last night about um, the Minneapolis stuff, which we're going to get to in third segment. Yep. Um, but it, it's actually blocked. I'm looking at it right now. It says this tweet violated the Twitter rules about glorifying violence. Yeah. However, Twitter has determined that it may be in the public's interest for the tweet to remain accessible. And then you can click view if you want. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and yeah. the, and the yeah. particular one that it's blocking, it says these thugs are dishonoring the memory of George Floyd. And I, I saw won't that let tweet that happen. before it was blocked. Yeah. Just spoke to Governor Tim Walls, told him that the military is with him all the way. Any difficulty, we will assume control. But when the looting starts, the shooting starts. Thank you. Mm. So that's so, so Twitter's censoring that at least somewhat. They didn't delete it, but they're blocking it. Let's make sure we talk about that on Thursday. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll get back to it. But that's the context. It's you know, yeah. the election. Yeah. This is um, all yeah. wrapped and, in and together. Censoring and Trump's well, fighting. Well, yeah. 2020's news cycle, I mean, this, this last week, this news cycle is crazy, but 2020 has been quite the news cycle. And, and one of the things I don't want us to forget is what David Delighton's been doing yeah. and, and the lawsuits that's been going on yeah, in California. Yeah, that's kind of got buried a little and bit. It's got buried a little bit in all this. Uh, um, so uh, to, to tee up what this next video, so Planned Parenthood sued or took Delighton to the California courts. Because they, he did undercover videos that's right. um, catching uh, abortion providers selling baby admitting parts. that they sell baby yep. parts. Yep. They make money. Remember the one gal says, I want a Lamborghini. Yep. Yep. And so California, so they went after it. Planned Parenthood went after Delighton, right. and then the, this next video that we're going to show you is in that process, Delighton and his team got to cross-examine, right? and all sorts of stuff came out. So the purpose of laws against trading valuable consideration for body parts is to stop any financial incentives to turn a human being into a commodity. Valuable consideration is not strictly about profit or reimbursement. It's about keeping any market forces away from organ donation, period. This is crucial in the context of abortion, where a pregnant woman is free to choose only up until the moment the fetus dies, and then the choice becomes irreversible. Democrat Henry Waxman, the author of the fetal tissue law, explained it this way. This amendment that I'm offering in the nature of a substitute would enact the most important safeguards, and those are the safeguards to prevent any sale of fetal tissue for any purpose. It would be abhorrent to allow sale and a market to be created for that sale. Representative Waxman later said, any price is unreasonable and illegal under this law. But Planned Parenthood's own documents show that market demand for body parts was the driving force in their fetal tissue deals. Huh. Emails from the biggest Planned Parenthood affiliate in the country, Planned Parenthood Marmonte, show how they switched from selling body parts to advanced bioscience resources and partnered with STEM Express instead because STEM Express offered a larger market and therefore more money to Planned Parenthood. So Democrats in 1993 are pushing a bill, which is it's incredible. It's incredible that we're talking about this, but they're pushing a bill to basically eliminate the connection between financial gain and, and research with... A Democrat from California. Tissue. Yes, but. from California, 1993. So, <laughs> so hold that thought there. 
Planned Parenthood has tried to say that they were only getting reimbursement for vague costs, but the STEM Express contract conditions the payment specifically on STEM Express being able to harvest usable body parts inside Planned Parenthood Marmonte. It's true the law allows reimbursements for specific costs when donating fetal organs for free, but there are two requirements in this limited exception. Number one, the payments have to be reasonable reimbursements. And number two, they have to be associated with these specific costs. Planned Parenthood didn't do any transportation, implantation, processing, preservation, quality control, or storage of the fresh body parts they sold to STEM Express. That was STEM Express's job. And the payments were totally disconnected from any actual costs. Right. They were only associated with marketable body parts for STEM Express. Wow. That means no matter what kind of costs Planned Parenthood ever had, and there is no evidence they had any that were legal, Planned Parenthood was only paid and incentivized for the number of body parts that STEM Express could market. Again, though, uh, PPMM would only be reimbursed if a sample was actually usable. Is that correct? Yes. So what happened there was David Delayden took that 1993 law, and during this um, uh, testimony that came out through Planned Parenthood taking them to the courts, yeah. he, he just showed them, you guys broke your own democratic law in 1993. Their right? discovery helped him be Their able to discovery find- helped, helped David Delayden figure all this out that was going on. And, and so, uh, that, I mean, it's just, first of all, Delayden's a genius. Well, and you, oh. know, you know that he's now sued them. Yeah, exactly. So that's the most recent mm-hmm. thing is so he'd been walking through this whole debacle yeah. in California. And if you've been watching it at all, I mean, you should just do a little bit of Googling and find out yeah. what they've been doing. But like the judges in California have been ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, it's it's been it's just a it's a it's a farce. Yeah. Of just, I mean, it's, it's yeah. nothing close to justice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but but one of the things that it struck me at one point is I think Delighton is the kind of guy who has had his camera on the entire time. Yeah, he's <laughs> right. And, and I think he's been, like, rolling with this thing, uh-huh. just waiting till he had all – I mean, this is what he does. He's, he's, he's like, ahead he's of like please take me to court. He's like, please, yeah. please. And then, and then suddenly, after a few years in court, yep. um, being harassed, and they, and they are – these people have no conception of justice, no conception they're of, being, blind. of being yeah. careful. That's yeah. right. And he's just right there just – Pulling him in, videoed everything, and now he just suddenly, I think he sprung the trap. Uh Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And he's got a lot of footage that he's bringing against them. He sued California. I mean, Kami Harris is involved in this. She Uh had meetings with Planned Parenthood of California. I mean, the whole thing is, I mean, they're all corrupt and messed up with this. I mean, and and I think, again, one of the glorious things about this that it's, I mean, first of all, this is kind of sad that he's a Roman Catholic because, you know, come on, Protestants, where are you at? Where are you at? I yeah. mean, but, don't even get me started. But God bless him, anyways. Yeah, and uh, and and pray he comes to know the truth of justification by faith alone. <laughs> but, but but you know what? This is how God works. Yeah. Um. He he allows the wicked sometimes to come into power, and yeah. what do they do? They overreach. Yep. That's right. Because they, they become, you know, they think that they, they've got it. Yeah. Yep. They've got mm-hmm. the shot. They've got it. They are in power, and they did this with Jesus. They do That's it right. with all His people. That's right. And and God says, wait, wait. Yeah. Wait, and then he springs the trap, right. Yeah. right? And so this is, and this is what the Christians have to have this mindset all the time. Yeah. I mean, even when it's looking dark, you need to be thinking, okay, my God runs this place. Yeah, that's right. right? Come on now, my, preach, preacher. My yeah. my God, my Savior, my King is in charge, yeah. and He will not let His people be crushed. That's yeah. right. Um, and so that's what's going on 
I think in a miniature with with David Dalladin. Delighted. Delighted. Man, I can't. I'm, I'm, <laughs> He's I'll, I'll help you. How do you say that? Delighted. Coming up next, Steve Yates talks about Hong Kong. Something else has kind of gotten yeah. buried, and we don't want that to get buried. And then the third segment, we're going to talk about George Floyd and everything that's happening in Minneapolis. Mm. Oh, can we yeah. get some water out there? More cross politic coming up next. Americans have been traveling down the health insurance highway for decades. But lately, it's been taking us to places we don't want to go. For Christians, it's hard to know which road to take. Or is it? Samaritan Ministries provides a different direction, a biblical path for their members to pray for each other and share financially in each other's medical needs. This idea that Samaritan has adopted from the book of Acts should permeate all parts of our lives, not just health sharing. We, as a body of believers, are living out New Testament Christianity. This is what God intended for the church. Do you believe that you need an insurance company, or do you believe that God will provide your needs? And there are people that you've never met before who are going to pray for you and meet your needs. There's another way. Looking for a new direction for your health care? Visit us online at SamaritanMinistries.org. Logos Online School is your affordable partner in classical Christian homeschooling, offering live teacher-led instruction four days a week to students in grades 7 through 12. Our experienced, enthusiastic teachers provide instruction in math, science, literature, history, languages, Bible, apologetics, rhetoric, government, and economics. Find out why more and more Christian homeschoolers are turning to Logos Online School for the education of their children. Go to LogosOnlineSchool.com today. Good coffee, man. Oh, I didn't even pour myself you, in it. You did it again. You did it again. Alex did that coffee. Hey, welcome back to Cross Politic on the one and only Fight Left Feast Network. And if you haven't downloaded the app yet, get it. It's the only place you can get in the bullpen with Mark Dewey. Also with show. us on the line right now. Was there anything else I was supposed to say? I don't I think so. Okay. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. We have with us Mr. <laughs> Steve Yates. You may know him. From previous episodes of yes. Cross Politic, yeah, um, is this is this is like third or fourth? Third time? or fourth? Him and Dave Bonson are kind of They're competing, uh, and Doug. I think Doug. I yeah. think it's Steve, Doug, and Man. those guys always get lost. It is yeah. a great. So it is great to have friends of the show. <laughs> it is. Um, previously, Steve served in the White House as Deputy Assistant to the Vice President for National Security Affairs from 2001 to 2005. He received a Master's Degree in China Studies from the Johns Hopkins University and Paul H. I don't know how to pronounce that. School of Advanced <laughs> International Studies and is fluent in Mandarin. Cool. No, no. Oh. Don't do that, Gabe. No. Was that was that name? Bro, close? that's Steve, pretty that's... racist, man. Steve, no. we, we, we apologize for Gabe once more and welcome back to Cross Politic. Thank you very much. Wonderful to join you. Um, so uh, there have been some doings uh, recently. I mean, there's been doings in Hong Kong for the last year. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, it's it's been building. Um, and just recently, uh, the National People's Congress, China's legislature, um, uh, passed a resolution um, to write a new law, um, essentially the Hong Kong National Security Bill uh, into law. And I saw I saw images of that vote happening and people are getting like arrested and dragged off the floor of the Chinese legislature. What was that um, th- that motion that was passed 
and why is it such a big deal? Well, uh, this is a long drama that is kind of culminating in 2020. Uh, in 1997, uh, the British gave up sovereignty over a colony of Hong Kong and uh, gave the sovereignty to the People's Republic of China. Uh, there was a promise at the time going in uh, that was embodied in a, an international agreement registered with the United Nations, which once again has proven to be of no worth yeah. in addressing an yeah. international security problem. Uh, but the agreement promised the people of Hong Kong that they would have a high degree of autonomy for the next 50 years. And for those of us that were not educated in Common Core math, we can know that 2020 <laughs> is fewer than 50 years from 1997. Right. Uh, and so they are pushing ahead on imposing one country, one system. In other words, the communist-run system of all of China on the people of Hong Kong. Hong Kong has long been known as an international financial center, has people from all over the world uh, if you ever have the, the pleasure of traveling to Asia, now's not the greatest time. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you had prior to all of this, the people of Hong Kong speak fluent English. They speak it with a little bit of the Queen's English accent. Mm. So they sound much more sophisticated than I do. Uh, and it's been a wonderful place uh, over many, many years, uh, over, over past decades. It has had an active faith community, a lot of Asia-based uh, ministries have been based there. A lot of missionaries over the years have come and gone through Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. uh, just a vibrant culture, vibrant city. And it's a tra tragedy what the Communist Party of China is doing. But in a nutshell, uh, they had put pressure on what was supposed to be an autonomous uh, Hong Kong to write legislation that made clear that people wouldn't engage in political activity like speech and assembly and all those radical ideas that we oh. might uh, believe in, mm. uh, and that they would, uh, in their own legislative council in Hong Kong, draft up uh, articles that would be more consistent with respect for the mothership known as the Communist Party. And the people of Hong Kong don't agree with this. The people of yeah. Hong Kong have shown over the last year that they actually value freedom. Yeah. And that they, unlike a lot of other people around the world, recognize what true tyranny is, uh -huh. and they're prepared to resist that. Uh, and so because the legislature of Hong Kong would not write this legislation and pass it through their democratically elected assembly, the non-democratically elected <laughs> National People's Congress of China which I think may have had one dissenting vote out of like 3,000 people present. And that, that dissenting vote was probably someone who fell asleep and just accidentally voted wrong. <laughs> uh, and so we, we, we basically they, we had the National Congress equivalent in China impose their version of this law on the people of Hong Kong. And so this is a slow-burning problem. We've talked about it before. Yeah. Uh, I uh, fear that this won't end well for the people of Hong Kong. At the same time, the images of their peaceful, dignified, principled opposition to this are inspiring to me. I wish they didn't have to suffer through this. Uh, I don't think there's a role for the United States to sort of intervene uh, in uh, traditional or historical style of sending in the troops. Uh, but I do think that it's an important time for people to know what's happening. Uh, certainly I pray for the faithful and the freedom loving people of Hong Kong, uh, and I think more importantly, to just recognize what all of us should have known all along, that the Communist Party of China is an evil regime. Uh, and ultimately, we're not going to have peace in this world 
as long as a party like that continues to dominate a large country. And we hope one day the people of China will be able to enjoy the blessings of freedom that we enjoy. Uh, that's up to them. Uh, but right now we are at a particularly dark moment with regard to the aggression from the Communist Party towards Hong Kong and towards us. And President Trump is scheduled right. to address uh, the American reaction to a lot of this later today. Now, Secretary Pompeo, he's he responded immediately, I think even yesterday or on Wednesday, I saw a tweet from him talking about what was going to happen. And then I saw another tweet from him about saying how the U.S. is disappointed in these actions and so forth. What is what? Uh, and, and it sounds like we're going to have another update uh, as the show will be dropping on Sunday. But on Friday, we'll have another update that's coming out later later on Friday. Uh, but what w- w- it sounds like we've already had started initiating some sort of response. What's going on with us in relationship to Hong Kong? Well, I, I think we're doing at least what we can start with, which is just telling the truth. Uh, I think the diplomatic word for what Secretary Pompeo has been doing is he has been en fuego. Uh, he he yeah. has been tweeting like no secretary of state has ever before <laughs> and giving some public speeches that are very, very direct and blunt about what is going on with the Communist Party government. A lot of their diplomats have been basically lying and inciting violence in wow. other parts of, of the world. They've engaged in absolutely despicable behavior. Uh, there, were, there was a, a, a moment a few weeks back when the communist government had instructed businesses in the massive city of Guangzhou not to serve black people because they were spreading the virus. And we had our uh, consul general uh, and some of the staff in our consulate in Guangzhou that were being discriminated against from going to a McDonald's in China. Wow. Uh, and uh, actually some African governments stood up and made the foreign ministry publicly apologize, actually mm-hmm. bow towards them uh, in response to this outrage. Uh, but uh, Secretary Pompeo has been prompt and accurate in calling out what's been what's been going wrong. Uh, the, the challenge we have in particular with Hong Kong, though, is that they are already under the sovereign control of the People's Republic of China. Right. It's, it's a little bit easier for us to stand by the independent people of Taiwan or other sovereign nations that are out there in the world. But when you're already under the sovereign control of the People's Republic, it's a little bit harder for us to have real action items. So I hope the president's team today is going to be saying some things we can do with regard to our supply chain being secured, sanctioning some of the human rights violators of China, at least making sure that they don't have privileged access to our markets, mm-hmm. they don't get to freely come and go to our country, and maybe we shouldn't be educating the next generation of nuclear engineers for the People's Liberation Army <laughs> in our own universities. Ooh. Oh, uh, wow. So I, I hope that we're rolling that boulder back. Secretary Pompeo has been very good on this, I think in stark contrast to previous Secretaries of State, Republican and Democrat. Mm. So, so would you help me with something? Um, it seems that Hong Kong is an extremely important chess piece for China. And, and it seems that for us in America, it's an important chess piece for us. Why is that? Well, number one, it has been a major international financial center. So an enormous huh. amount of international capital flows through there uh, that's related to investment in China or other parts of the region. Uh, and it has been one of the busiest, freest ports uh, mm. for goods in the entire world. Uh, and so when it comes to what's either in stock or not in stock at your big box store uh, or other things that come by way of uh, things we, we click on on the Internet, 
Hong Kong probably has played a role in maybe up to a third of the items that you're clicking on. Uh, And so there's uh, so it's an incredibly important uh, port. Uh, And uh, so it's it's strategic in that regard. The problem we have right now is that China has been changing. Uh, There was no good rationale for China to put the pedal to the metal on putting into concentration camps over a million Muslims in their far west, putting the pedal to the metal on the free people in Hong Kong, uh, to to going after Australia and some other governments for saying, no, we're not going to be a doormat for you telling us how to run our country. Uh, They didn't have to do these things. Something has gone wrong under Xi Jinping, and they seem to be picking a fight. And I think that is... Uh, one of the great challenges. A lot of our scholars, experts in government have a relatively soft view that we can just engage them and deal with them. And if we just show them enough respect that this is all going to work out, I think that day is gone. Mm. Uh, They're showing us what their true nature is. Is is this do you see this as a response to Trump in any way or is it or is Trump responding to them? Because there's been, you know, the tariffs and sort of a, a harder. Right. It seems like a stronger stance towards China than the past. Yeah. What's your read on that? Right. Well, it, I, I've been dealing with China issues for over 30 years. And President Trump, by far, is the most realistic of presidents I've seen in action in dealing with China. Uh, and it's not that you and I or the people that watch this are going to be those that have to watch everything through the prism of President Trump. But certainly most of the world and most of the world's media have become accustomed to seeing him as the dominant variable in every equation. Mm -hmm. In this particular case, I think the dominant variable is Xi Jinping and the Communist Party. Mm. Their economy was already on the downward slide. Uh, There are already political pressures inside China. And uh, his government was increasing surveillance and control and oppression before Donald Trump said or did anything. Hmm. Uh, That has accelerated at the time that Donald Trump has been president. Mm -hmm. And I think the tariffs have put some added pressure on China, but alone it can't explain why China under Xi Jinping's leadership is doing all of this now. I think it has more to do Hmm. with the, I think the evil nature of that regime Hmm. and that over time they can't sustain that. Uh, and so we're dealing with them trying to fan nationalism as a way to shield their people from seeing their own ineffectiveness. Steve, it seems like we're in this supposedly 50-year transfer, really. Um, and, and this is going to happen. Basically, this is inevitable anyways. Is that correct? Like right. China, It's inevitable that China's law is eventually going to apply. They're just pushing the, the, the timeline up. Yeah. Changing the goalposts, yeah. So uh, why do we even really even care now? We just it's going to happen anyways. Well, I think there is a little bit of buyer's remorse, perhaps in some quarters. (laughs) I think in this day and age, our memories are quite short. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But when this bet was made, when the British agreed to do this, it was under Margaret Thatcher, who was no wilting lily when it came to world leaders, but possibly made the worst deal of her career in this case. Mm. Uh, But from the 1980s and 1990s, recall, especially after the Tiananmen massacre, we knew that the Communist Party was brutally in charge, but we were seeing the world change in a way, and people were writing essays like The End of History. And I think people thought that if we bought 50 years of time, that the China in 50 years from now would be one that would be very different. Hmm. And uh, so it would be probably okay for the laws and norms of that China Mm -hmm. to absorb the people of Hong Kong at that point. 
But as with any bet you make, you just don't have control over that, which is maybe why you shouldn't gamble. Uh, but uh, the with 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 this case, it was it was a serious, serious, I think, miscalculation. Uh, so, these brutal regimes have a stickiness to them, whether it's North Korea, China and so many, many others, Venezuela being another one. Uh, and uh, so in a way, it was inevitable. But a lot of supposedly smart people thought that we would manage over time to have a better China to absorb Hong Kong. Yeah, Steve, can you help us think through what's the best move for America right now in order to help Hong Kong? Yeah. Well, uh, I was always really, really moved by uh, a movie that uh, my friend Newt Gingrich made uh, called Nine Days. And it was about Poland uh, and a unique moment when Pope John Paul II, Ronald Reagan, Margaret Thatcher, right. and the Solidarity Movement in Poland, all coming from very different points of view, had ish interests align. Uh, and it was a dark time for the people of Poland, and a lot of experts around the world were saying the Soviet Union was going to win the Cold War. And, uh, and instead, these leaders stood up and gave a message to the people of Poland that you are not alone. Uh, and I think it's just really important that everybody that can hear our voices and really cares about uh, the sanctity of the lives at stake in, in Hong Kong, at least make clear to the people of Hong Kong that they, they don't, they're not alone. So we may have limited ability, but it matters a great deal to them that we acknowledge that we see what mm. they're doing. Mm. Many of them are not asking for us to go to Hong Kong, stand by them. And so they're asking for our love, our attention, our prayers, our support. And we can at least do that. Now, when it comes to our government, I think we need to speak up. We need to call out entities that are worthless, like the United Nations. Uh, and we need to, uh, I think, rally our allies to be ready to receive those who have to flee. Uh, the government of China is going to arrest some of these dissidents. Some of these people are going to need to leave. Yeah. And mm. I think that we should offer safe haven to some of them. Uh, this is not like a flood of boat people uh, that has been dealt with in the past. We're dealing with uh, highly educated and in many ways high net worth people that need a, basically a safe place to live to ride out this storm. Mm. Uh, and, uh, and so I think we're going to have to be creative, but it should be our allies in the region first that bear a lot of that burden. And the United States has a unique role in shining a spotlight on what's going on there putting pressure on the government of China to back away, perhaps. Uh, but what we as a people can do, first and foremost, is call on a higher authority to help these people know that they don't stand alone against what I think is the world's greatest evil at the moment. Mm. Steve, how can we follow you and keep track of what you're doing? Well, I'm on Twitter at YatesDCIA. Uh, I can't say that Twitter is the most healthy platform to engage in civil discourse, uh, but you can at least keep track of news. And I, I try to retweet and comment on things that I think are insightful there. Uh, and people can forgive an occasional spicy tweet that is out there. Uh, but that's probably the single point of contact that is most effective in trying to track uh, what I think is important in keeping track of me. Yates, D-C-I-A. I found it. It's yeah. right there. It's on I follow him. Do you follow him? I do, actually. Okay, okay. I'm following <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Steve, appreciate you. Thank you for coming on Cross Politic. And let us continue to play for our brothers and sisters in Hong Kong. Yeah. Where they got a fight in front of them. Uh, more Cross Politic when we come back. Wow. 
Glasgow Conversations supports homeschooling parents by cultivating the love of learning through a Christian worldview in fellowship with other families. We provide a classical, Christ-centered curriculum, local, like-minded communities across the United States and in several countries, and we train parents who are striving to be great classical educators in the home. For more information and to get connected, please visit our website at classicalconversations.com. Classical. Christian. Get connected. Get community. Is this new music? This is new music is this new also. Music? Yeah, it is. I've never heard this. No, no it's the first time I've ever had on the show. I'm kidding. Yeah, so was I. I'm so kidding. I love having all the cameras back in everywhere. The, back back in the studio. To cross politics on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. Hey, in... Uh, in a couple of days, Grace Agenda is happening. August 14th through 15th. Days? GraceAgenda.com. You know, in a minute. Fight Laugh Feast Conference, October 1st through the 3rd. You're coming to Nashville, right? Nashville's open. Of Our venue you is open. You're going to come Fight Laugh and Feast with us. That's October 1st through the 3rd. Register at FightLaughFeast.com. And also, we'll be in San Diego, Right Response Annual Conference, October 23rd through the 24th. RightResponseMinistries.com slash conference. Sign up. Come see us if you're anywhere in the California area. Hey, um, speaking of uh, protests, right? I mean, the the we we actually we cut it off. We talked with Mr. Yates for a yeah, couple a little of minutes, bit after, yeah, yeah. And we were act- you asked him specifically, Knox, about um, you know, it seems like it's been mostly peaceful protests in Hong Kong and and in in Hong Kong. And he pointed out, he says, yeah, except for a few instances where Chinese nationals. Yeah, have dressed up like Hong, Kong Hong, Hong Kongers. Uh, we call them Hong Kongers. Hong Kongians. Uh, oh boy, and it's um, gonna be long. And one. have done like you know have have been doing you know smashing windows yeah. and, right. and yeah. being violent and starting fights and then having somebody you know having their buddy catching it on the phone yeah. and then put it up on the get on their the, bots on, working. Interwebs. Yeah, get the bots going. Um, but you know what? Uh, that's um, that's how it's going. Yeah. I mean, right. this. I mean, we we started the show talking about, um, you know, are you a utility or are you a publisher? Right. right. You know, and 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 Trump getting in it with Twitter. Yep. Um, but this is, I mean, everywhere. I mean, the the information and disinformation is wound into like what's going on now well, but, in Minneapolis, well, for example, because it's all about the election. It's about the election. Yeah. It's also yeah. all about manipulation. That's right, because that's well, and, and this that's election COVID nineteen <laughs> and, and grasping yeah. for power. And that's it's, ex- and that's it's exactly all, you right. Know, I'm going to run the narrative. I'm going to control the narrative. And with all of these, you know, with phones in our hands, yeah. um, people are, you know, they're they're glad to spin the story however they want. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and when, when people start spinning stories, we. You really don't know what to think. You don't have any truth. No. And so you, you really don't. You the, can. This is. So this is relativism, postmodernism. It doesn't help anybody. Subjectivism come to roost. Yeah. Right. No, okay? It hurts I mean, the minorities. God is, God is running the reductio. Yeah. On the last 50 years of higher academia. Right. I mean, and the universities and the colleges have been saying, who's truth? Well, then, well, this is what we get for sending our right. kids to those who's, those places. Uh, who's truth? And, you know, your truth is your for you and my yep. truth is for me. And yep. who's to say? And I don't believe in absolute truth. It, it doesn't really work for justice, does it? It doesn't really work for George Floyd. No. I mean, look at what happens. Put him in a car by now, bro. He's not resisting arrests or nothing. You enjoying it. Look at you. Your body language explains it. You're f***ing bum. Bro, get the f*** off of him. It's the whites. They love the No, I already know that, bro. I train with half of these bum ass dudes at the academy, bro. You know that's bogus right now, bro. You know it's bogus. You can't even look at me like a man because you a bum, bro. He's not even resisting arrest right now, bro. His nose is bleeding. 
you that's stopping these breathing right now, bro. You think that's cool? That's you think that's, that's cool, really though, not. right? What's your, right. what's your, oh, what, oh man, what's your badge number, bro? You Honestly. think that's cool right now, bro? You think that's cool, though, bro? You're a bum, bro. You're, you're a bum for that. You're a bum for that, bro. You can't, you get mad. I mean, he's you're gone. Yeah. Stopping his breathing right <laughs> now. You about to go out now, bro. Look at him. Get off of him now! What the? He got maced. He got maced. Get over here. No, first of all. So you, lady said she's a firefighter from Minneapolis. Look at him. That went on for like. That's tough. How long? Some say eight. I counted seven minutes with his knee on his neck like right. that. Yeah. Uh, watching that from the beginning was really tough. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch it till now. Oh, you haven't seen that was it? Your first time? That was your first time seeing Whoa, it? Oh, I didn't want to watch know, it. Yeah. Watching the whole thing. This is watching the whole thing was worse than just what we just saw. Yeah, I know. It yeah. was. It was. I knew it was going to be. I, I, I saw I, everybody's part. Yeah, I, yeah. I knew it was going to so be. So every, everyone knows the background probably by this point, but it probably good. So George Floyd um, was in a store, apparently uh, passed off some sort of forged allegedly. bill, <laughs> allegedly yeah. a forged dollar bill or a forged $20. check. Um, uh, for $20 bill. For $20, $20 bill. bill. Um, and so he gets back in his car. The, the store calls the cops. The cops come and arrest him. Okay. And so they pull him out of, of the car. There's some uh, um, you know footage of him being arrested and walking down the sidewalk towards the cop car. And then he stumbles the curb caused him to stumble. Yeah. Um, he's arrested. You know, he's got his handcuffs on. The curb caused him to stumble. That's and how then, he ended up on the ground. And there. then basically, that's how he ends up on the ground around the corner of the cop car. So he right. stumbles in front of the cop car, and then somehow he ends up on the ground on the other side of the cop car and everything. And then that's that's where it's at. So and then um, this is the attorney, uh, the attorney for um, uh, the county, uh, the county attorney. It's a violation of my ethics to talk and evaluate evidence before we announce our charging decision. And I will not do that. I will say this, that that video is graphic and horrific and terrible, and no person should do that. But my job in the end is to prove that he violated a criminal statute. And there is other evidence that does not support a criminal charge. We need to wade through all of that evidence and to come through with immediately meaningful determination and we are doing that to the best of our ability so that was that was thursday yep um that was last thursday and then later in the day there was a clarification sent out by the hennepin county attorney's office it said um that that line that there was other evidence uh, was being misinterpreted. To clarify, County Attorney Freeman was saying that it is critical to review all the evidence because at the time of trial, invariably, all that information will be used. Evidence not favorable to our case needs to be carefully examined to understand the full picture of what actually happened. Right. This happens in every case. This statement does not indicate in any way the horror that we all feel uh, when viewing the video, as in any case, it is simply a matter of adequately preparing for a trial. So that was the clarification that was sent out le later. And then on Friday... Um, the officer that you see there, Officer Derek Chauvin, uh, was arrested. And it looks uh, like that he's just been charged with third degree murder and okay. manslaughter. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, um, and just as a reminder real quick, so first degree murder, capital murder, is um, in, it, you planned it. 
Right. Um, so you, you, you uh, malice of forethought, anger, everything about it was yeah. But, 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 you, but you have to show planning. Yeah, you, you planned okay. to murder. Okay. Second degree murder is when is a a, a crime of passion. Okay. Uh, meaning, you know, you suddenly see somebody uh, uh, doing something that just makes you mad in that moment. Yeah, and you okay. go and you kill them. Okay. Yeah. Um, third degree murder is when you're in an altercation with somebody. Okay. You don't intend to kill them, but you kill them. I mean, you yeah. intend to hurt them. Right, yeah. right. You intend to harm them. You intend right. to harm them. Right. And in, and in the process, you actually kill them. So yeah. that, sort of accidental that, death yeah, that's, in some sense. It's like a negligent homicide. Yeah, negligent. Uh, okay. um, and that's, that's what third degree uh, murder is. That's the okay. best they're going to get at this point, that yeah. manslaughter. That's, that's the best they're going to get. Yeah. You right. know, it's fun. I didn't know. I, I, I tried not to engage this so quick. I, I usually take my time coming to these things, let things build up. I was at a homeschool co-op across the street from where this happened. I grew up in this area. Really? 38th of Chicago, Pastor okay. Curtis's church. It's Kitta Corner of the store. Uh-huh. I fre- from where this guy, from where this guy died was at. Killed. They, yeah, so I frequent that store, Cup Foods, often yeah. in yeah. that gas station on the corner. Yeah. Got off the bus. So I know that area quite well. And, and yeah. so it's, for me right now, this is kind of a little surreal. Uh, you know, being in yeah, that area, right, seeing that yeah. whole situation, right? Well, and you, and, I mean, this, I mean, you know, this whole, you know, this whole, this whole yeah, city, this, yeah, this whole city. I mean, yeah. and and of course, this whole thing. I mean, it's awful. It takes a couple of days. I mean, the the police officers that are involved are all immediately dismissed. They're fired. Yeah, yeah all just, four of them. Not just all this four. guy. Twenty four hours later, all four of the officers fired. are fired. But it takes a couple of days. It takes four days. Yeah. for there to be an arrest. On the third day, there's this uh, announcement saying we're waiting through the material, we're waiting yeah. through the evidence. Um, meanwhile, protests have exploded. Erupt. Before we go to that real quick, I yeah. want to talk about being in that situation because that's okay. a real situation. Okay. If you're in that situation, you brought up something when we were yeah. talking about this. Yes. And he's like, at what point do you decide to step in and save a person's life? Yeah, when do you tackle the when officer? When do you tackle the officer? And you know, you made me think about something. I was like, there's, I would never think to tackle that officer because I know as soon as I tackle that officer, I'm probably George Floyd. Yeah, his, his, there's his, no way well, I get well, out of the there. officer's his knees on your neck. You escalated the situation. And there's no way in court yeah. that I can win that battle. Right. I was trying to save a man's life. And then the, yeah. the court well, says, well, how do you know the man was going to die? You see the people pleading and, you know, and, and you can I mean, see it's it's rough. Yeah. But you you really don't know yeah. exactly how bad it is. Right. Until they pick him up. I mean, but do we have enough evidence now that this is probably things could lead to this way? At what point now do we say, okay, hey, guys, you know, I, I saw somebody say, hey, here's ways to engage an officer in this situation. Hey, officer, I'm here to help. I've had training in this. Is there a way I can hold him so we can take some pressure off his neck? You know, or, yeah. hey, um, hey, I'm, I've been trained in CPR. Is there, can I take his pulse for you, officer? Yeah. Yeah. Everything I saw from that was aggressive towards the officer, and I know I, yeah. know I, I get you. I'm, I'm with you right. on this. Right. But if you're trying to save a person's life, is it worth it to play that role? Right. In order to get him yeah. to release pressure from that yep. man's neck. Right. It seems like in this situation, you don't have a clear enough gauge. No, the officer there, Tao, who the, was in front, it was like. There are, there are other situations where you could see, you know, if, if an officer is, you know, beating somebody. Right. Or, there, you know, there's something like you see it is like that looks bad. It doesn't look healthy. It doesn't look, you know, right. um, good at all. But um, but that's. Even then, when are you coming into the narrative? I just read yeah. about officers coming to a, a spot where they were there to catch someone who was killing, who was uh, uh, aggressively hurting someone else with a knife. And a guy comes running out the house, goes to stop uh, another guy who had blood on him and they shot him, but he was the victim. Right. You know? And so you can walk into that same situation and not know what's going on. So, I mean, there's just some, I mean, we really need to think about, you know, if I was at this situation, I know I wouldn't have jumped in. Yeah. 
I know yeah. because I no, know no. that would have escalated the situation. Yeah. But then right. this man died because I didn't do anything. Well, yeah. what's the the additional angle here is at what point? What's the difference between a cop who accidentally kills someone because he's arresting them and the, the altercation escalates and then he accidentally kills them right. versus a situation like this? Where he arrests the guy, and there's no, it doesn't seem like there's really any escalation, and the cop still kills him. Right. Why would the cop get away scot free, maybe on on the escalating situation, and not on, um, and maybe he's third because, degree, because guilty it, of third degree murder on, on this it, one? It's bas- it basically um, is a, ver- a version of self defense. Yeah. Okay. So, so in a situation where the guy's actually fighting back, I mean, he's throwing punches yeah. and you know, yeah. and, you know, whatever. Cop, cop gets a good right hand hook on him and, and, and he's being him out, violent, yeah. And, yeah. and then the cop, you know, has to take him down. Right. And in the process of taking him down, he dies. He's, yeah. he's right. killed. Um, but that's not, yeah, that's self defense. But that's right. not negligence, right. which is what we just saw. Yeah, we right, just right, saw right. Negligence. seven minutes of negligence. Yeah. high end yeah. negligence yeah. at that point. Right. That's right. that's pretty bad. Yeah, right. and and that can and again, and I think, and I think third degree actually probably fits this. I, I can't yeah. tell, but I mean, you you would have to. Um, we don't know what what else, what else went down. Yeah, um, but you can. Uh, it's still negligence, even if he didn't mean to kill him. That's 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 why yeah, it's called manslaughter. Right. Yeah, right. Um, it's it's a uh, it, he, he didn't mean to kill him, right. but you were being negligent. Well, right. this uh, is pretty high in negligence. Oh yeah, this yeah, is pretty yeah, high and, in and, negligence. And and, and I think and that, there's varying degrees of culpability. Yeah. because of your training and because right. of your responsibility and because of your power. Yeah, um, you're required to know what your knee is doing. Yeah. in a situation, yeah. like it this, would right. be better for him to have a guy who is a little out of control. And to, to, just to be able yeah. to hold him down or put him, pick him up and put him in the vehicle and let him go crazy in the back of the vehicle. You right. got four guys there. Right. I mean, yeah. this was this is yeah. pretty. Yeah. This is pretty. I, and, and so, I, again, I, the, the third degree is probably the best you can get the higher up one more up second degree. I don't think that's the, that's the case. You, you would have to you would have to prove that the police officer lost his cool. Like, like, like well, that, 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 that he, there was some kind of anger involved in the situation. That's what you would have yeah, to prove. That, I'm, I'm not saying one, yeah, one way or that, the other. That, I'm just saying that's what has to be demonstrated. Right. It looked like the officer dug his knee in further when the uh, was, when the people were trying to talk him down. Yeah, right? and then the fact there's yeah, an earlier yeah, clip yeah. where he reached for his mace because he was getting frustrated at the crowd. Oh, you know, it was on there. Yeah. Uh, okay. yeah, yeah. So I mean, there, right. there's there, so, that, that's possible. So maybe there's maybe there's evidence towards that though, and maybe you get more. But it sounds like he hasn't been charged with that. Well, yet. The, usually what they do if they're going to charge somebody, they usually do higher charges because they know that they're probably going to get reason down or push down to a lower charge. Yep. The fact that they didn't go second degree on this right. means that they don't even feel like that they can prove that. They right. analyzed right. the other evidence right. the, yeah, the, that the, the, attorney was, the county yeah. attorney was talking about and they but, said, based on all of this, this is probably the best we can right. get. Yeah, so, that so, doesn't make me feel really good. And I don't think it's going to make everybody else feel right. too good about that either. What does it make you feel good? You know, the... After watching that, I think there's a context that that sits in that after seeing that and being around things like that. And I told you guys before about my mother being arrested. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. My mom, I was telling her about the story. She called me in the middle of this and said, son, she's crying last night. She's like, son, they're burning down our city. Yeah. And, and we talked again about the whole arrest thing. And I was like, mom, did they ever charge you with anything? She's like, no. But she brought up a point. She said, the officer said, I will take your son and send him to a home and you'll never have him again. And I was like, the officer that was that going re- to arrest your mom. That was going to, yeah, yep. that, the okay. officer that did arrest my and, mom. And, and I remember you said she was arrested because the officer reached for you. The officer reached to arrest me and she grabbed me and put me behind her she said officer he didn't do anything and so that's and so he arrested her for resisting arrest <laughs> and so but you know the, in that but, but, ne- but not actually charged she with that. never got charged with anything she was released the next day but we got our car towed and had to go through that whole mess just yep. because yep. but 
when you have live in a certain context mm-hmm. and you start seeing something like this yeah. and you see the intent, you can say, hold on, man, I, there's more behind this, mm-hmm. but you can't prove it. Right. And that's what's hard about it. I think a lot of people in the situation, like, we know there's more behind this. We know. Right. We you live mean in a there's co- a culture of policing a, that, that, that puts people in predicaments that they should never be in? I've only had one great interaction with a police officer in Minneapolis. It changed my life about police officers. He was a great guy, and I appreciate that man. Yeah. But, but most of the interactions, most of the context that I've had, being pulled over for no reason, getting our yeah. car searched without any legal reason whatsoever, right. there's a context yeah. that there. That when you see this, when you're in that context, you have a different vision of this right. that probably – I mean, and I'm just being honest, it's probably not really as objective. Right. But you're like, that's because. They're still there. I know. I've been in this situation yeah. with these yeah. guys before. This right. is not, you know. So how do you right. respond to that? I, you know what? It's been my heart just to cry out to God. Right. Because I can't prove so, so <laughs> some it's, things, it's, it seems like, but yeah. I know it's wrong. But when, yeah, when you can't prove it, when it's not objective, when right. it can't be proven, but you know there's still something wrong there. That there's dude, still it, was, some it was wrong. Yeah. I mean, but but here's the thing. Like, the other options are, I mean, people, what they do is either uh, they punch back. Right. They burn down Which Target. Which is what's happening. They yeah. burn down right. Target. Uh-huh. Um, they burn down the police station. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, or people will, will try to make more laws. Yeah. Right. Right. And, and more here, man's law is going to solve and, this, and right? Here, and here yeah. I'm with our libertarian buddy back in New York. Sharp, Mr. Larry Sharp. Larry Sharp was like, yeah. law ain't going to fix this. Yeah. No. Law's not going to make this no. better. Actually, that's what got us in some of this situation. But that's yeah. unjust laws. Can I just make that yeah, clear? Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, but you, you, you have to have, I mean, you have, we should have God's law. We should yeah. have biblical law. Yeah, that's right. And then after that, what's going to happen is, here's the thing. People frequently don't get this. Even with God's law in place... There will still be some injustices that happen. That's right. That is between them and God. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. That's okay? right. This is this is why I mean the law requires two or three witnesses. That's right. And if you don't have two or three witnesses, does it mean that no crime happened? No. No. Crimes can still happen, but if God hasn't supplied the two or three witnesses, then what God has sovereignly decreed is that until some new evidence comes forth or a yeah. new witness comes forth, that, that person is, doesn't mean they're innocent. Right. But right. it means you cannot, you cannot um, prosecute them and convict them of the crime. Well, there, and there's a trust in the way that God's made his world. Right. What a man sows, he's going to reap. That's right. And if yeah. you believe yeah. that and you hold to that and you say, oh, buddy, you but whatever's going to happen, it's going to be worse for you. Yeah. <laughs> this is wrong. I can't do anything about it. And God's coming. And this is you. why yeah. God's yeah. given the option for people yeah. who are thieves to come and confess. Right. So that you have a lesser punishment, right. because if you get busted, it's going right. to be worse. Yeah. Yeah. So God has a plan set up for right. this. too. Yeah. Sooner or later, God's going to cut you down. You, you can't get away yeah. from it. And yeah. you know, one Johnny thing, cash it. One thing that's hard to hear. Me and my wife have talked about this, you know, and we were talking about this a little earlier, too, is that sometimes when you're in this position, We've looked at Israel and said, okay, Israel was oppressed. They were mistreated, done wrong so many ways by Pharaoh. And their job was to cry out to God for justice, cry out to God to free us, cry out to God for a hero. Stop worshiping Egyptian gods. Yes, that's right. Come on now. And and what God did was he sent – he sent his man. He sent his prophet. He sent Moses. Right. And but the way that it happened wasn't necessarily the way that they thought it was going to happen. Right. Now we might disagree on this. We were talking about this earlier. But Moses went to go and try and liberate God's people by bringing the hammer down and killing somebody. Oh yeah, on the, on the taskmaster. On the, yeah, on the taskmaster. Yeah. But that's not that wasn't a good enough judgment for what they deserved in Egypt. God had a better plan. Yeah. Yeah. And so what he did was he brought. Moses in and sent him in an authority position for his people in front of Pharaoh. Yeah, right. And and um and so I, but that hap- God did that and there's a way to support that and come in, but we need to be the ones who are crying out for that to happen. God send your deliverance. Send your deliverance. Yeah. But I, I think in a lot of ways that starts with us. 
I think that we need to first get in the right positions that we need to be in yep. authoritatively with That's our right. own houses, with our own homes, with our own family, with our own people. Yeah. And then from that, start to work out how God tells us to live in the world right. so that when we're uh, working our positions out, we've already got a strong base of authority to, to work from. Right. Yeah. We're, we're solid men in the community. Right. I mean, one of the things this does, I mean, this, I agree completely. Um, I, I think one of the things this, this does is it sort of continues to add to the complexity. I mean, one of the things that we've been we've been running around, you know, here kind of, you know, tagging for fun is, you know, Romans 13. Right. <laughs> Roma, hey, Romans 13. Submit yeah. to the officer. Ro, Romans, Romans 13, you know, right? Yeah. And yeah. it's like, okay, yes. Do we believe in Romans 13? Absolutely. It's in the Bible. Yeah. Absolutely. It's inspired word of God. It's holy. It's good. It's true. But the application of that is actually more complicated than a lot of people want to admit. That's yeah. right. Um, and and it not only is it complicated because of um, all these layers of authority, um, you know, you've got these, you got your mayor, you got your officer, you got your governor, county you got attorney, Trump, yeah, you got, all that you stuff. got county yep. judges, yep. you got you know Supreme Court, you got federal judges, you yeah. got president, yep. you need all these things. But you also have the complexity of the information. Right. I mean, uh. I mean, you know, again, go back to the Hong Konger um, situation. The same things going on in Minneapolis now, and the same things going on in our media right, now. It's right. very selective. I saw I saw a video clip. It, it wasn't conclusive last night, but it was um, people confronting a, a news reporter who they said had had play, was playing um, gunfire gunfire on his, on his phone while he was doing a report on. The Minneapolis riots. You know, you know why? Why? Because George Floyd's death wasn't enough. R- apparently, right? Because justice is not enough. Right. The right. truth is not right. enough. Right. Exactly. Um, but you know, that I mean, I, there were other reports that there's other people that are being you know shipped in. Um, that, that you know the people that Antifa. are the people that are doing yep. the worst. Uh, damage and violence and blowing buildings up and stuff, you know, aren't even from Minneapolis. No, they've been going around. It's been amazing to watch this process. So if you've been paying attention online, you will have Antifa or you'll have some of the Black Lives Matter crew come in and break the windows. They won't go in the stores. Yeah. They'll break the windows and then start inciting people to yeah. do it. And then, yeah. so they'll get the high yeah. praise and they'll get the crowd yeah. whooped up and, yeah. you know, and, and it's just, yeah. it's, it's just but, been horrible to watch that. But you have, I mean, there's, so there's just multiple layers here. I mean, you, are you, what are you waiting for? I'm just trying okay. to get you to play the okay. clip. I, I, I want to be clear in how I characterize this. This is a, mostly a protest. Uh, it is not. Uh, it is not generally speaking unruly. But fires have been started, and, and there's a crowd. That is- for those who are listening on audio right now, there this is- news reporter is talking about how the protest is not unruly while a building is on blazing fire right behind his head. You know, like, what's the gift that people play that, where there's the guy that's just like, everything's just and, fine. And he's just and fine. He's just falling apart around fire. It's like, yeah. you, you just walked into a gift, bro. Like, like, you just, like, you just became, like, but actually, yeah, here's exactly. the, so this I is the it's hilarious, but I actually think he's probably right. I think he goes on to actually try and say that there's been a few people yeah. who have kind of held things and done things like yeah. this. I, I think I, I'm I think it's very likely. I can't prove this, but I think it's very likely that the protest in Minneapolis is a lot like what what Steve Yates told us what's offline about what's going on in Hong Kong, where you've right. got some people bussing in who are paid thugs. Yeah, yep. who really are. They're yeah. they're terrorists, yeah. and they're coming in and they're starting fires. They're blowing stuff up. They're breaking windows. Right. And I think I know that there are some people there probably who are participating in some of the looting. Oh yeah, and, I got some family members. Kind of, <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, you I know. know. Um, yeah, and and to be clear, I mean, I think it's. I, I saw several clips yesterday where I was watching, and it's it's not even just a racial thing. No. No. <laughs> I, I, saw, I saw white people coming out of Target with, well, with shopping carts, and, and this is what I don't know if people know about Minneapolis, but Minneapolis is a. a 
very blended place. Like you got white people there that are so pro black it's not funny. Yeah. Uh they're they're aligned in so many yeah. ways with what's going on there that it's it's kind of weird yeah. to think that of the racism that's there cuz right. they're so united in some ways yeah. that it's like Right. It's, anyways, I'm just saying like it's it's complicated. That's it, the point. It's, it's it's messed up. You don't know exactly, I mean, who's doing what? And I think there is a very good chance that there are a bunch of people who just want justice for George Floyd. Yeah. And they're just standing out there saying, "Hey, let's 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 there's some, there some guys who were, who yeah. were armed uh, in front of a store. I, oh, yeah. I, I, yeah. I think we were they watching were, that. They were loaded. They were, yeah, they had AR-15s, AR-15s, yeah. some, some yeah. Glocks, uh-huh. had some the guns out there. And was like, hey, justice for Floyd, but uh, you know, we don't like them looters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I get that. Yeah. But you know, one of the things, too, is like, you know, whatever, um, what happened with George was horrible. But there's a domino effect that this creates that happens to everybody else, too, where they're losing all the economy that's going to be oh, there. Yeah. It's right. at no, least it's 10 really years, sad. if right. not longer, before the people yeah. – really look sad. at all these jobs that are I, lost, too. Did you see that clip? And again, there's another clip. Uh, the, the, old, the older black man who was crying Is he, he owns a bar. At, at, yep. at the other the, – all the looters, the people milling around grabbing yeah. stuff. And he, he was like, don't do this. You're doing this to yourself. You're doing this to yourself. <sighs> I, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't march for this. I didn't, I didn't walk yeah. for this. This is wrong. You're doing this to yourself. Don't do this. And he's just like pleading with people, yeah. um, with, with the people who are breaking laws, who, yeah. are, who are actually damaging things, who are looting and, and so on. And uh, there's another uh, black man who owned a, owned a bar and a restaurant. He said he took his whole life to build it, all savings, all that stuff, and, and they looted it. They well, tore it up. And, 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 you know, I don't think – I don't want to conflate the two people who are really wanting justice for Floyd and the ones who are looters. But at the same time, I do want to say that – if you want justice, you got to hate this. Yeah. If you, if you yep. want true justice, yep. Yep. then you have to look at this and say stealing is wrong. Right. Destroying other people's property is wrong. Right. Yep. God has something to say about anything that's done that's unbiblical. And when you look at it that way, you might have a clearer view of how we deal with this. Because I'm watching a lot of people thinking like, hey, they don't have any other way to express themselves. Right. And I'm like, uh, prayer? <laughs> yeah. Crying out to God? Yeah. Um, uh, you know, yeah. actually maybe – not well, being peaceful, sing, defending, sing de- de- <laughs> defending, defending against people who are doing yeah, this, like right, other people yeah. who are. Like, there's right, yeah. ways to engage. It's like, right. no, you're not going to do that in my town. Yeah, you're ma- not going to do that. That's why I said I want to be in Minneapolis earlier in the town because I don't think I could – I right. couldn't help Floyd. Right. I know I couldn't help Floyd. Yeah. I could do something about this. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, this, right. now, we're not going to let you yeah. destroy yeah. businesses. But th- this is – but this is – I mean just the, the people who are destroying things um, are acting just like that cop. Right. Yeah. That, that, yeah. They're, yeah they're, right. They're, they're if you're, exactly, if you're negligent, if you're, de- if you're destroying yeah. things, you are destroying livelihoods. And we've been talking about this a lot with all the COVID crazy. Yeah. You are destroying. You're aligning lives. way more with him yes. than you than you think. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're becoming like him. Yeah. 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 Well, this whole thing's really complicated. I mean, I, I, I could not believe this footage. I'm sorry. You're under arrest. Okay. Do you mind oh, telling me why I'm under arrest, sir? Why Why am I under arrest, sir? <laughs> Cameraman gets arrested. This is happening live on television, live on yeah, CNN. It's unbelievable. He's happy with that footage. If you're just tuning in, this is our camera crew, our CNN camera crew, being arrested by the. <laughs> Minneapolis State Police, we believe See, the is camera so is now on the ground because our cameraman has been handcuffed. Okay, two things, two things, two things, two things, two things. First of all, let me just start at the end of this. Cameraman, 
you deserve a raise. He nailed it. That was excellent. He nailed it. Right there. Yeah. You, you the real MVP right now. I just want you to know that. The cameraman. You, you friend, saw what he did. Oh, my yeah, goodness, yeah. man. Bravo. He, the, he put the sir, camera down, turned it around, got the writing on the ground. Whoever made that camera needs to give you a lifetime supply of cameras. You, you nailed yeah. that. That was. Yeah. But what in the world are you yeah. thinking? Yeah. I mean, the PR person for the police department has to be flipping out, losing their mind right now oh, because yeah. they are live television. And the guy ahead, before this this happened is telling the police officers, hey, we will move wherever you want us to. Tell yeah. us where you want us to go. Yeah. Yes, sir, we're complying. He's holding his CNN badge, his, his media yeah. badge. Yeah. Hey, you know, tell us where you want to be at. We'll move there. He yeah. keeps telling them over and over again. And just after the situation with Floyd, yeah. they right. decide to arrest A him. A black correspondent. Well, and his whole crew. <laughs> but why would yeah. – I mean, really? Yeah. Was, right. Is there no thinking here? Is no. It, I mean, what, no, no, actually there's not. There's, there's none. There's not. No, we, we – we have become our our our, fool, our minds have been darkened. Ooh, That's right. Yeah. We have become fools. We've gone insane. Yeah. We have yeah. gone insane. Romans I mean, one. Remember, I mean, we we defend the murder of babies, the sale of baby parts. Yep. Yeah. Remember, we celebrate dudes being with other dudes. Right. Mm. We celebrate mutilating bodies. Yep. And we call that freedom. We call that diversity. Yeah. We sell. I mean, we we have embraced this, and we have gone insane. insane. And yeah. this is the fruit of that. Yeah. This is the fruit of that. You know, one thing I can't help think about right now with all. The, I mean, again, the COVID stuff and all the lockdowns. I'm sure that has plays a part into all of this. To the lockdown that's happening, people yeah. are looking to. You you can't make people prisoners and don't think that this happens. Right. You, you, you can't expect that. But right. as I was looking, <laughs> what uh, happened to the lockdown anyway? What lockdown? There was a lockdown. <laughs> Nobody uh, knows there was a lockdown. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I didn't see a whole bunch of people with masks. On. Well, that's on some bandanas. Watch the COVID on. breakout's uh, going to happen in Minnesota now. Well, yeah. let's, let's check the next 14 days. Yeah. But, you know. COVID it, doesn't spread after an unjust killing. <laughs> well, we'll see about that. If you don't like the knee of the police officer on the neck of Floyd, then you really don't like the knee of the government on your neck either. Oh. Yeah. And if you can't yeah, you don't see like that. Gavin Newsom on your neck. Come on now. You, yeah. you don't like Governor Wh- Whitmer what, on your neck. And what are Cuomo we saying? On your neck. What are we saying? We can't breathe. Right. Yeah. We can't work. We can't pay we our can't bills. We can't pay our bills. Yeah. Right. And they are continuing to say, who cares? Right. Oof. Yeah. Who yeah. cares? This is yeah. the thing that I really hate. And they're pulling and, out the and, mace. And, if we, if we don't and they're con- pulling out the if, weapons. If we don't connect these yeah. two things together, we're going to miss this because that's this right. is not two separate entities. That's, that's the thing I think, I think exactly right. most annoys me about a lot of the articles I've seen in conservative Christian circles yeah. is that all it can see is the possible racial animosity. Yeah. That's, that's the that's thing right. everybody's like. Racism is bad. Yeah. Racism, and it is. And it is. And are there racial components in this? Sure. Absolutely. Most likely. Absolutely. Yeah, but, I think there are. But, but, here's the, but this is the thing. That, that's not what's dri- – I don't think that's what's driving this. No, no. And I don't think there's necessarily something – I can't say in this particular case, but there's right. – oh, Of yeah, course, there's sinful oh, people. I mean, there's we, always we, racial we've components. We've covered this over and over yeah. again. But the, uh, the greater harm, the greater problem in all of this is, is statism. Oh, yeah. come on now. It's the, right. the power to the state. And it's yeah. the states that, you know, they've been coming in saying, we're going to save you from racism. We're going to save you. We're going to save you. And what have they done? Done? They've done nothing. Right. They made it worse. From no. the same states that have legalized it. Is that what we want? Do we want more states' ability to come in and, and yeah. help us? They, yeah. They've yeah. done a horrible yeah. job. And please, so, please don't save us. <laughs> and so you have all these, I mean, I think it amounts to virtue signaling when the, all they can say is, see, racism is bad. Yeah. And what they can't see is that the very same tyranny that crushed George Floyd's neck is crushing our rights as Ouch. American citizens. Oh, They're not and, if, and if you say that, they say, That's well, right. you're being selfish. 
Right. Yeah. The, the yep. same Christians would be like, oh, that's horrible what happened to George Floyd. Yeah. But have no problem with Newsom. Well, not, yeah. Of and, ordering all the churches closed and all the businesses closed and crushing right. people's jobs yeah. and yeah. livelihoods. It's yeah, the that's right. same yeah. thing, people. Yeah. Well, we, we've missed all. I mean, I, I'm exacerbated talking about all that's the not, data. That's not the word you want, but. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm tired of it. I'm exacerbated. <laughs> no, <you're> not. <laughs> that's not the I'm word. I'm tired of it. Mm, I'm going to drink uh, my water. Talking about, like, uh, when this whole thing came out. Exasperated. Exasperated. All these. <laughs> All these um, – what's that? No. All these uh, politicians that peddled out the data from Imperial College all the way down COVID-19? to – COVID-19? Yeah. When COVID-19 yeah. happened? Yep. Yep. Okay. So when it first all came out, when COVID started coming down, all these politicians started peddling out data mm-hmm. from Imperial College and then my state, my local city council gave me all sorts of data. I and I gave them all sorts of data back. Right. And, and now – did it matter? Data, it didn't matter. Did they say, oh, that's interesting, that's yeah, helpful information? Not, not one bit. And then more data has come out. Right. The clarity of the data is getting more and more clear, the right. actual narrative of what's going on. Right. And here, come to find out in New York, Cuomo, on March 25th. How long ago was that? Almost that, two months ago. That was a long time o- ago. Over two months ago. On March 25th, he signed a resolution requiring uh, elderly homes to take back their COVID patients. So the COVID, so the, someone would get the the, the virus. <laughs> Nothing go bad to will happen. Yeah. Nothing bad will happen. And 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 required all these patients to go back to elderly and homes. Most deaths have happened in forty two percent. In fact, this is a map by state where that where all the deaths have happened in elderly homes. So in Idaho, fifty six percent of the deaths in Idaho were coming from elderly homes. Yeah. And there's been or like some, some, barely, some sort of long-term care old elderly homes yeah, facility. Yeah, right. So he's sending back people who have had COVID that could still be infecting other people back into right. the yep. very right. dangerous yep. place. That, and, yep. and the and the website, the page on which that policy was published, been deleted and taken away for some reason. Yeah. Gone. And Surprise. now the you know? and now as of I think May third, they now have adjusted how they're uh, uh, categorizing the data. So it used to be they'd categorize the data. This is in New York. This is I don't yeah. know if it's anywhere else, but particularly in New York, if you had got the virus and died because of it, uh, they before May third, if you got the virus in an elderly home, wound up in the hospital, they would categorize the death as an elderly home death. Even if you died virus. in the hospital, but you caught it in the That's elderly right. home. Now they're they're categorizing the data. If you caught the virus in an elderly home, you went to the hospital and you died in the uh, died in the hospital, then it says it's a hospital death. Oh yeah. So now, now they're even softening. Dude, so the thirteen percent in New York is a is a lie. Yeah, the, and the, the numbers we've been pointing this out the whole time. The numbers have been so all over. Yeah. Like I, we don't. I mean, you don't know. I mean, yeah. they, they, you know, everybody's well, been I saying. I think the one thing that's been every, clear every, though is that this has been bad for the elderly, and you quarantine the elderly. Sure. And that's, that's been the one thing we've but, been saying. But we don't even know what a COVID nineteen death is. That's yeah. the thing. You know, we don't really we, know. Everybody's been right. saying, okay, we just went over a hundred thousand deaths. Yeah. Of what? Yeah. Right. Of what? We don't know. I mean, we, a bunch of the states were, you know, didn't make any distinction between dying with and dying from. Yep. Uh, we, we've been saying that since Peter yep. Hitchens came on the show. Well, apparently uh, Epstein uh, died of the COVID virus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just a little, uh, they, so they did George Floyd, one. apparently. One, one of the things that keeps coming back to my mind, if we don't have – you said this on the show, and I think we need to probably make a T-shirt out of it or something. If you don't have God's law as your standard, then the weak, the poor, the, the, uh, the, the, those that are um, minorities, they get crushed. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because God's law is, is even. It's fair. It matches right. to everybody regardless of their status. Right. And God's law is particularly there to protect the weak. Yes. Yeah, the, vulnerable. the vulnerable. Those the vulnerable. who don't have appeal. Yeah. Those and who that don't goes, have a voice. That goes back to the nursing homes that are getting crushed yep. all the way to Minneapolis where yep. Floyd's neck got crushed all the way to the businesses that are getting crushed. To the babies. To the babies that are getting crushed. crushed. I mean, all of that is – if we don't have God's law, we can expect a world like that. You right. know? So yeah. – I, I like your point too, though. I think what you know. What do you do in a mess like this? What do you, I mean? What can you do? Yeah. yeah. Um. You cry out to God. Yeah. yeah. You cry out. To, I mean, the state can't fix this. No. Right? Come on now. Come on. I mean, they they can't. Donald Trump, you can't fix this. No. Supreme Court, you can't fix this. It's police, you can't fix this. They're only going to make it worse. It, it's a mess. It's yeah. a mess. You don't even know what's going on. People are playing gunshots on their phones while they're mm. doing, you know, these news reports. <laughs> yeah, and, you yeah. know, thugs are doing things, and they are uh, making it look like peaceful protesters are doing yeah, it. Right. We don't know who's dying from COVID. We don't know who's got COVID. You know, it's like yeah. it's all misinformation, and it's not working. Yeah, it's not working. No, okay, right. because the state's not your savior. No, Jesus is the only savior. Amen. Jesus is the only one who can save us from this. So cry out to Him. Amen. Um, and get in the Word. Yep. Read your Bible. Amen. You say, "What right. do I do?" Get in the Word. You want Reformation get revival? In the Word. Read it, and yeah. then do your duty. Yep. What is it? You know, protect your people, protect your church, protect your family. You know, I, I bought a holster today. Did you for what? Hey. I got I got one for my my Glock. Way to I, go! I got a tentacore. Hey, hey. You, you rocking it right now? I'm not. Yeah, it's, okay, it's, right. it's coming in. I all just right. ordered it today. Yeah. You know, but do your duty. Protect do your, duty. your people. That's right. right? That's Love right. your people. Defend Worship your people. That's God. Right. Worship God. Go go to go to a church that actually teaches you the Bible. That doesn't give you just an emotional orgasm. Right. Come on now. Give, right. You need the word. Right. right. You need now. the word, and you need because the word is your food. The word is your strength. The word is your shelter. Your the word is your fortress. Yep. And you, we need a fortress in this place. And one more thing. God hears the cries of his people. I don't think we believe that. I think he does. I don't think we believe that. He really does hear the cry of his people. So cry out to the Lord. He will hear you. Amen. If you're single, get married. If you're married, have kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them. Until next week, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is Cross Politics. Mm.